0: In the city, loving life, I'm trying to survive, but there's not enough time, and there's not enough in.
1: Welcome back to Basically Adulting. We have a special guest here today. My best friend for like 10 years almost. <laughs> 57 bombshell Kelly Thomas. Woo! Hi everybody. <laughs> We're so happy to have you as our first guest on our show. Yes. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yes. We're so excited I'm to I'm a little
2: nervous.
0: Don't, Don't be nervous. <laughs> Don't be. Take a sip of wine. Yes, take a sip of our <laughs> wine of the show. I can do that. 19 Crimes. So let's cheers to 19 Crimes.
1: Yay. One of our favorites.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're super excited. Let's just go ahead and get started. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do this. Okay. Do you want to just like, tell everyone kind of how you know us and how we, how we met, Nate, basically?
2: Yeah. So Erin and I met freshman year of college. Going a into a sorority, yeah, <laughs> ten years now. Uh, we were going into a sorority, off of at Texas Tech, and um, we were rushing. And she was one of the first people I met at Tech.
1: We were like instant friends. Yeah, it. I guess they say you pay for your friends, but no. I'm just <laughs> your mom still pays me to, do, to this day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we just connected and um, became really great friends, and then. Became roommates after that, and stayed roommates all throughout college. And then we graduated, and you stayed in Midland for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I came back to Dallas, and I got a job here. And then you ended up finally coming back to Dallas. And finally,
1: after two years of being in Midland. Yeah,
2: thank goodness. And then we continued our friendship in Dallas, and yeah, nothing and I has would, changed. I
1: would come back and like visit as much as I could. I mean, I used all my vacation days oh, yeah. to come back to Dallas, mm-hmm. like, when I was in Midland, I wasn't going on trips anywhere. I was literally using my 10 days of vacation to come home.
2: Yeah. And then we would go on trips together still. Mm-hmm. So, we've known each other for a while. And then I know Louisa through Aaron. They worked together. Mm-hmm. And we became friends through Aaron.
1: Yes. Yeah. Full circle. Full yeah. circle. We're all connected. Yes. And I
2: love how... You can bring a friend in and your friends become best friends with those people.
1: Yeah, yes. but I think that's really like in our group of people. We're very just like laid back girls, very accepting, like the more the merrier. Just bring all your people and let's yeah. have a good time. Yeah, and I love that yeah. about us. Not judgmental.
2: Yeah. No, I can't promise that has always happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, there could be times. They have to click. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you vibe with people, you but I definitely think that we're pretty easy people. to vibe with.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with
0: that. But we really also fun. don't
1: let shit slide. <laughs> 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 um, okay. So just tell us a little bit about yourself. So I work for a
2: company called Ferguson. We sell, we're a wholesaler for plumbing, appliances, and lighting. I've been a consultant there for five years now, which is crazy. Oh I got my job uh. out of college and I, I say I got lucky because I'm in the design industry, building industry, and I get to help homeowners select their homes and all the fixtures that they're going to have, and, and I just love it.
1: My dad and I did our first flip. We're like, oh yeah, we'll use you. Like It's going to be great. And then we like bought a $400 tub, and we're like, I don't think that we're going to be able to use you anymore. Get those, like, $100 tubs from Home Depot, like, (laughs)
0: refurbished.
2: (laughs) And it's so funny because... Trying to <clears throat> tell people what I do for a living has been like the biggest struggle of <laughs> <I remember laughs> what I actually do.
1: I remember when you first got your job, you had no idea how to explain it to people. No.
2: I usually would say I sell shitters and ice boxes," as a big joke <laughs> because no one really got it either. There's not, unless they're in the industry, like you really have to kind of explain it. Um <laughs>
1: You know, we're like, all right, Kelly's selling shitters now. Like, I just remember it being, like, a huge joke and be like, uh, do you even know what she really does? I'm like, I really have no clue. And every I time no I idea. told my dad's friends, he would be like, can we romance this a little
2: bit? Like, <laughs> let's work on that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sell yourself just a little bit. Work on yeah. your 30-second elevator pitch. Yes. <laughs> Oh my
2: god. It changes every time I tell people what I do too. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, but I'm in sales. I like to think I can talk to anyone and
1: also shout out to Kelly because she just won a trip to Chicago. Oh yeah.
2: yeah. It was a uh, Brizo exclusives. So um, Brizo is a faucet manufacturer and um, Ferguson has exclusives exclusives with them where you can only purchase at Ferguson and so I sold the most in our area and actually I, I guess in all of texas and so yeah i won a trip to That's chicago a wow, we get to go see and she's bringing me. <laughs> she gets
1: to bring a friend and or and a companion so and i'm her companion yeah. <laughs>
2: it's, gonna be fun. it's gonna be cold it is gonna be cold it's gonna be freezing cold i actually won the same trick for delta which they're like parent companies but I went the same trip about two years ago and got to go on it, but oh, nice. we to brought a designer Chicago? Mm-hmm, to oh, Chicago. Nice. So. Do y'all
1: have a, um, like headquarters are up there or anything or just...
2: Not for Ferguson, but, um, Breezo, they've got a big showroom there.
1: Oh, okay. Nice. That so we'll sense. get to go
2: there and see all of their product. It's mostly just a fun trip that they're gifting me with. And then last year or two years ago, I didn't stay the weekend. so this this
1: year we're going to stay yeah. the weekend it's going to mm. be a lot of fun.
2: We'll get to explore Chicago and
1: it'll be a lot of the fun. windy city. G-town.
2: I'm yeah. so excited. So exciting. exciting.
0: What has led you to like stay in like your current career field?
2: The fact that I truly enjoy working for Ferguson, working where I'm at. I'm not in a cubicle. I work with some amazing designers in Dallas and I've become friends with half of them and um, I get to sit down with them, go over plans pick out everything with these homeowners and just seeing their joy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes frustration is, it's really fun. It's not typical and uh, it's something new every day. You learn something new every day and it's never boring. So, and then also in the sales part of it, I just, I love to try to outdo myself and outsell what I did the month before. So that's That's what's kept me here. Of course, there's always room to grow and I think eventually I want to do outside sales, which would be the next step for me. But
1: I think that's really rare for someone to come out of college and find a job that they're so happy with like I got super lucky. Yeah, you got super lucky and like in my That's not heard of.
0: No, very much No, and at like all. you still like speak so highly of it. Yeah. Like you love it.
2: There's a lot of pains, but at the end of the day it's also providing me a nice life and yeah. so and you just kind of work through those. I thought I was going to be in sports marketing. Mm-hmm. So I interviewed with the Dallas Stars and a whole bunch of baseball teams. And I went to job fairs and I actually got a job with the Dallas Stars. And I just realized I, I didn't
1: want to live with my parents forever. So <laughs> I remember when you were debating on taking that job and this job. You're like, I literally don't know anything about what this is. hmm <laughs> But I have so many other options and opportunities, and this one I'm I'm gonna have to live with my parents for a really <laughs> probably for a long time. It would
2: have been more fun, but um, probably. Well, I didn't at the time. I thought it would have been more fun. Yeah, because it's the Dallas Stars. Yeah, I love sports. Um, but then the day I wanted to be able to, I guess, go to the games. Yeah, instead <laughs> sort of work them, which is that was a big factor as well. Um. And so, yeah, I I just
1: got lucky. Tell us when you graduated college, kind of like your journey Mm -hmm. of your living situation and how, like where you are now. So right out of college,
2: I moved back to Grapevine to live with my parents. And I started as a trainee at Ferguson. And that warehouse was in Euless. So Mm -hmm. it was pretty close, actually. So the commute wasn't bad. And I lived there for about a year and a half. And then I actually started dating someone while I lived with them. And then um, How was that
1: was that weird? <laughs> you know,
2: it wasn't that bad except for the first meeting was him completely wasted.
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> my God! Into my
2: home. And normally, you know, if you're an adult mm-hmm. and you're living on your own, that's not a problem. If they come over and they're they've had a couple of drinks, he entertained. He actually worked for the same company as me. So that's not, not your, your first issue. meeting
1: though, like, but for maybe right. But when
2: you want them to be there and your parents live there, they're going to run <laughs> into <laughs> each other. My mom had happened to be at, my dad was sleeping and, um, he came in and he was completely shit faced oh, no. <laughs> and, um, he was slurring his words a little bit, and I kept trying to interrupt him so he would stop talking, oh my thinking that my mom would be like oblivious to him being <laughs> so wasted, and she wasn't. And she looks at me, and she goes, "He seems really sweet, but can you have him sleep here tonight?" <laughs>
1: was Lefty out or closed?
2: Yes, it wasn't. <laughs> She's talking about his left eye. Whenever he got drunk, it would close.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my um, that's not a very good impression. So boys, no. men, if you're meeting the parents for the first time, make sure you know sh- and don't drink before you meet them. Yeah. Maybe one shot to calm your nerves, yeah. but don't show up shit-faced. It,
2: yeah, it was, we laughed at it for a long time. But um, <laughs> yeah, so then um, I wanted to move to Dallas, and with our company, we have showrooms all over the metroplex. There's Fort Worth, Grapevine. Dallas. There was McKinney. Now there's Frisco. And so I knew I wanted to be in the showroom and I didn't know where I was going to be, but I always went to Dallas because all my friends hung out there. And so I decided to look, to get an apartment with one of my girlfriends there. And um, shout out to Mel J. Shout out <laughs> Mel J. First in Dallas. So we got a or we got a, an apartment right in the State Thomas neighborhood. It was still to, the, to this day one of my favorites. Love that area. It was a
1: great location. So
2: great. And then I was commuting from Dallas to Ulysses for a few months, and then finally they gave me a promotion to go to the Dallas showroom, so it ended up working out perfectly. I was five minutes from work, I loved where I lived, and uh, we had a little coffee shop that we could walk to. All the you know, close bars were right there, so I think we lived there for about two years. Or maybe a year and a half, and it was perfect. Mm-hmm. It was so great, and so it just fell into place. And then I moved to Knox Henderson, a little bit more north. Actually, just one exit north. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and now I'm loving my this area. So Dallas and she lives by herself me. now. So and yeah, I do. I live by myself now, which is amazing. So you're like
1: moving up in the world. Like <laughs> yeah. first your parents, then a roommate, and then. Now you're by yourself. Yeah, and I I love it. Yeah,
2: it's made me more independent, which I think I always relied on someone.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So living by yourself, I think you learn a lot of stuff that you wouldn't normally mm-hmm. get to learn about yourself if you live with people. You're always relying on someone. Like it's up to you to survive. <laughs> like no one's gonna knock on your door and say, "Hey, you're waking up for work today." Yeah,
1: exactly. So what do you? How do you feel about like kids? Now, I mean, like society has this whole thing on kids that are moving home and want to live with their parents until they're 35. Like, what? Absolutely not. I think that's crazy.
2: I lived with my parents for a year and a half, and I wanted to get out as soon as I could. Yeah. I think it's crazy that people want to go back home and live with
1: their parents. I they know. Need yeah. To. But I think that's
2: a comfort. It's a comfort area. I think they're so comfortable. Too. Weird.
1: I whenever I moved back from Midland, I don't understand I, why they
2: want to live there so yeah. much. That's what I don't understand because I never thought that in my mind. Like I never that was never my like it was a permanent thing. Never right. ever. Yeah. So I don't understand why they want to, but I guess it would just be completely like comfortable. And then of course if you're getting benefits, yeah, food, yeah. well, Mom's doing laundry. It's
1: easy. I mean, yeah. yeah. You don't have to pay rent. Yeah.
2: Which is great. And I think people should live yeah. if they need to get back on their feet. If you can. Yeah. Well, yeah. and not even get back on your feet, but, like, save, save a little bit, a- yeah. you know. Um, put you ahead of the game.
1: Mm-hmm. But don't make that, like, your ultimate goal. Is to, I mean, I don't, I don't think anyone goes into it like, oh, I'm going to live with my parents for the rest of my life. Yeah. No, I but I so. think that they get there and then it turns into a comfortability thing with things being handed to them then they never want to leave. They're like, why would I want to leave? And my
2: parents, I think it's their job as well. So my brother lived at home. He actually moved back home for a little bit because he was in between places. And um, he actually had lost his job. And he was looking for jobs. And I remember my dad would make him wake up every morning, like Mm -hmm. 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning. And it was his job to find a job. So there was no incentive to stay. It wasn't like.
1: Kyle's like, I don't want to wake up to find a job. I want to wake up and go to a job in my own apartment, pay for my own stuff. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think parents also have a responsibility to help their Motivate kids be independent. Motivate be them better and
1: independent, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Which yeah. I think parents, I, I think they're great. I think everyone, you know, like, I, I would never judge someone of how they raise their kids. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many factors that go into that.
1: And there's not a perfect formula how to raise how a to child, raise a no, child.
2: No, not at all yeah. No,
1: I think a little tough love is important it's though, really to, important like, yeah love them, right. but be like okay go get a job and go move out like and be on your own because you're not gonna get the life experience that you are gonna get living on your own like you were saying it makes you more independent it teaches you things mm-hmm. that or like savings like sometimes you're like hmm Maybe I shouldn't
2: go out to eat tonight yeah. because my rent, you know, you don't mm-hmm. think about those things. There's a whole lot of things you don't think about when you're living at home and, um, but knowing that they're always there too, like if knowing that yeah. you have a support system that also helps. Yeah. So I think it's harder for people who m- might not have that, mm-hmm. um, to actually do that on their own. And I, I think I'm lucky there too. Like I have great parents and.
1: I think we're all very blessed in yeah. the parents yeah. department, and kind of how we grew up. I mean, we've kind of talked about it. Like we grew up in Flower Mountain, Luis and I, and it was like a bubble. Yeah. Like it was like a bubble. I felt like going driving to Dallas when I was in high school was so far. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a Lamborghini on like a Lamborghini oh, shop yeah. on 35, and we went there one day, and it was like a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that as kids, too, like we shouldn't be going out and like going on road trips or anything, but... No, go just explore. <laughs> just go explore. Be back by 10 now. <laughs> you know what I heard? I heard from one of my
2: customers actually today that kids... No one plays on the streets anymore, which I think is I know. absolutely... Oh, I Yes, she's one of my designers and she has kids and... her. Like, if it's not planned, it doesn't happen. And she said that her it's kids... It's not planned? Like, a play date. If it's not planned, it doesn't happen. And she said that her kids will FaceTime other kids and play with their toys. And I'm like... That's what? So oh, sad. my God. I'm like, at least they're playing with each other. Not really. But like, not
1: really.
0: They're not really well, social. They're not looking so at a
1: screen. Or? You know, no, they're or not still like, looking
0: at a screen. No, Kelly. you know what I'm saying. Yes, they're not playing yes. a video game.
1: That's true. We but talking to someone
2: right but i remember we used to like go out until it was
0: six o'clock it was yeah. dark and just be like mom i'm going out to so-and-so's house yeah, yeah. Oh, and see you later and yeah. all be meet by kids dinner be
2: up at, you know the corner and we'd play kickball or hide yeah. and seek or whatever she's saying now that if you if someone sees a kid and they know who it is like they'll call cps on you
0: <gasps> What? Oh my god, What? that's a little drastic. That
1: Isn't is so it? drastic. It's like, no, my kid's actually just getting some fresh air playing kickball in the courtyard. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think you have a, a good handle on what adulting is. And mm-hmm. I feel like people could learn from your experiences. Uh-huh. So why don't you tell us what comes to mind when you think of adulting? Crying? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, wine, wine, (laughs) a
2: lot of wine. wine. Honestly, I haven't figured out what adulting (laughs) is yet, and I think that's okay because I think you have to learn as you go. Um, And if anyone else knows how to adult, please contact (laughs) us. (laughs) Please contact me and please give me your advice. But um, really, it's more just growing and learning from your previous maybe mistakes that you've made. Because I know it's like when you're a child. You will repeat the same mistakes over and over. Mm-hmm. You don't really learn. Um, so I think as adult, just realizing like who you are and then being self-aware and changing some of the things, I think yeah. that's
1: I think that's one of the hardest an adult. struggle yeah. mm-hmm. is figuring out who the hell you are. You're like, what do I believe in? What mm-hmm. are my values? Who are my friends? It's hard to figure out who your true friends are. Yeah. I mean, I got you guys. So I'm blessed. But well, even I mean days yeah. when you
2: feel like you don't have anybody. Yeah. It's like who are you and what yeah. is your purpose? And I think right. that's such a struggle for someone who's what becoming What is your an purpose? Yeah. You know like what, is. what direction am I and I am I going? And it's yeah. like um
1: where do you want to go? Cuz yeah. that's the hardest thing. You're like I don't even know. There's so many directions that yeah. I could possibly go. It's so true. It's and, like you're in a cave and you know where all the tunnels are and you're oh, like in the middle you're like in a
0: circle and like and oh. you're like
1: ah oh. oh. it's like yeah. <laughs> <You> literally. <laughs> <a little laughs> bit.
0: And then you see your
2: friends doing these things like creating families, moving into new homes yeah. and getting new jobs mm-hmm. and you're just you just question yourself over and over and mm-hmm. over. And I feel like that happens to everybody. And as long as I think as long as you are constantly growing and learning and changing a little bit
1: mm-hmm.
2: for the better, um, uh, sort of Growing
1: up, that's adulting. Yeah. Even as an adult, you're still always just trying to figure out who you are. Yeah. I don't think you ever really have it figured out. No.
2: I don't, no. I don't know if you do, but when I do, I'll come back. Okay, yeah, we'll yes. have you And I'll on. let you know what I've learned.
1: <laughs> Please do. That's great. So, like, in a couple of weeks, like, come back, because I'm sure there's going to be times and tribulations <laughs> within the next... And if
2: I crash and burn, <laughs> just help me up. Of course, of course. We're here for you. See, that's you what up. you need is having that support system. And that's why I think we're lucky and having the friends that we do. Mm-hmm. And for so long.
1: Yeah, that's really hard. It honestly. becomes like
2: family, knowing that I can always call no matter what. Not that yeah. I always do, but like even friends that live in another state or city or whatever. I know at the end of the day, if I've been friends with them since first grade, second grade, I still have great yeah. friends. I've been friends with since kindergarten and I know I can call them. I know when we get together there's going to be laughs and it's going to be like I we never left each other and I think yeah. that is amazing.
1: That's priceless, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It warms your heart. It really it does. does.
1: Like whenever I hang out with you guys and then like I'm by myself I'm like, "Oh, I miss them." Oh. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Or like you know when you like have good. I like think have that effect on people. Like you go to like a big party or something, and then like you're driving home, and you're like, "Man, I had a really good yeah. time with all my friends." You know, yeah. when everybody's there. Yeah,
2: yeah. All you know like holiday parties and birthdays, and every time you get a big group that's really close and more intimate, not like a huge group that you don't mm-hmm. know, but intimate friends and family. Every single time, I'm like, why can't we do this all, all the all time? time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think every time we're like, we need to do this more. Yeah. Why don't we do it more? Yeah. Just m-
2: making that effort. I think it's, someone has to be the one to reach out. And mm-hmm. I know I haven't always been good at that, but it's, you know, those doubts that you have. Yeah. It's like, will everyone want to
1: hang out again? <laughs> Does everyone like me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's a struggle that a lot of people have is like just being accepted for like who they are and being mm-hmm. who they who they are like truly to themselves, and just not giving two shits about what other people think about them. And if they don't want to hang out with you, they're not your true friends. So mm-hmm. it's a it's a hard pill to swallow, though. So hard. <laughs> Say I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it they are completely different. Yes. But even, like, with dating, too, we've been talking about this recently. Just, like, if a guy wants to talk to you, he will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's no reason why, if he's not responding to you, don't, like, stop putting your effort into him. Oh,
2: yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah.
1: So exhausting.
2: Well, that's something that has been funny to me living on my own because you realize that you'd rather be in your pjs without your bra on instead of going on a date and that's when you know you don't
0: like somebody
1: yeah Yeah. well dating in general nowadays is just like so sucky
0: yeah it's just i really hate it it's just really lazy because we just like sit on our couch and just swipe left and right and
1: i want someone to knock on my door and be like i'm here to take you on a date you want the
2: rom-com i want
1: To just be super hot and be like, here's no, my number, call maybe not me. The pizza man. Okay, maybe maybe he's the I don't know. Okay, yeah, not the, the guy at the man. coffee shop.
2: Unless that's, you're a hot pizza man and then she
1: definitely Unless you. you have like motivations to get a better paying job in the future, you could be a pizza man. Is that that's that's a cute story of how we would meet and tell our children how we meet. Yeah I brought her pizza, her favorite food in the whole world. <laughs> she was in her PJs, in her element. And I knock on that door. One, two, three. <laughs> she
2: answered. I hope that happens to me one day. I truly do. I really hope
1: that happens to me so oh so much. God. So any pizza man out there that think they're hot, I mean, DM us on Instagram. Yeah.
2: Hashtag basically adulting. At yeah. basically adulting. Oh. That's, <laughs> oh. Let's not even go into
1: Hashtag social media. Oh, let's go into it yeah what about it I'm
2: the worst <laughs> I have to Why? ask every one of my friends how to do something on Instagram Snapchat and it's so embarrassing I'm like and how
1: do you get that filter? <laughs>
2: And how do you do that hashtag? And
1: I feel like I feel like better. an old
2: mom. That's when I truly feel like an adult. I'm like, this is what it feels like to be an adult when you don't know social media. Yes, exactly. <laughs> when you don't
1: know something that the generation before you knows. Yeah, my sister. She's eight years younger than me, so she always is like on the new trend of like what's going on in social media. And so now, like that whole TikTok thing. Oh um, my or goodness! Whatever. It's a craze. And oh she God. has like done it or whatever and shown it to me and she thinks it's hilarious like she'll show it to me and just like laugh her ass off and i'm like that is so dumb
0: like what are you doing i don't get it
1: i don't get it i don't get it clearly
0: we need to do
2: one
1: i think we probably should should. do one we'll figure it out maybe we'll post it we'll figure it out and we can post it on instagram y'all will want to see my (laughs) moves. i don't know i don't we have to like read up read the instructions on how to do to do one. Okay, we'll my will do that.
2: If you have any <laughs> advice, send it our way. Got a bunch of,
0: like, 10-year-olds sending us instructions. <laughs> I'll at my sister real quick.
1: <laughs> Kelly? Yeah? Are you currently dating?
0: Dating, yes.
2: Is it serious? No.
1: How many people are you dating yeah. at
2: once? Well, that's a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really keep count. Not seriously. I go on quite a few dates.
1: Okay. That's fair. Yep.
0: How many like do you average a week?
2: New or dates?
0: Like new dates. people? It doesn't matter. Just Total. Like, average
2: yeah. a week, one to two. Sounds
1: okay. Like crazy. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Getting off the couch and like getting yeah. out. And trust me, it's hard
2: because meeting new people for me is challenging, I think
1: hmm as an adult meeting new people is challenging yeah
2: and not just guys I don't know I think there's a trust people. thing yeah and just because I did grow up with cl- close friends and so letting someone else in is like it's pretty challenging hmm mm-hmm. it's not in my comfort zones but yeah I'm and I'm actually really good on first dates. so <laughs> it's kind of funny because I
1: always get a second date <laughs> if I do say so myself <laughs>
0: Humble brag. <laughs> Humble brag.
1: Exactly. But then it's like
2: that follow-up and that do I really like him and is it well, too much? And, and I think and that's, that's where, that's
1: I, where, where I fail. Well, yeah. I think that's appreciated. Like if you don't really feel it on the first date, like there's mm-hmm. really no need to go on a second date. And I feel like you're very good about being upfront and being like, look, I don't, there's nothing here. Yeah. I you can't know?
2: hide anything on my face. If I don't like you, you will do. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad.
1: It's true. But mm-hmm. if you get asked on second dates, like, you're obviously not showing it on your first date.
2: No, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm good. It's because you're just I so want lovable. to get to know someone, you're you know? Just mm-hmm. so
1: lovable and lovable. Well, I try to
2: make a lot of them my friends, but
1: they don't like them. <laughs> I don't think that they're on <laughs> dating apps to just be friends.
0: <laughs> but we should, there should be an app where we could just, like, make friends with guys.
1: Yes, like, no, I think
2: it should be an app. If the date doesn't work out, you're allowed to be friends with them.
0: Yeah. Like an option. option, or like oh, I went on a date.
2: Yes, didn't work out, but yes. let's, let's be friends. Because there's a lot of guys that I wasn't maybe like physically attracted to, mm-hmm. but had
1: great conversations.
2: Yeah, or I could see them maybe dating one of my friends, and so something like that where it would be more of a networking.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I think they have like Bumble BFF for you can pick like if you want to be friends with girls or guys. Don't right? Really? I thought it was just
0: I don't know. Of Again, adventure. there's that social
1: mania. I've Just, ventured that way, yeah. I don't know. I have enough friends in my corner for now, so... Yeah. <laughs> Did I answer your question, though? Yeah, like yeah. one to two. Yeah. Okay, tell us what the worst date you've ever been on is. The worst? The absolute worst. date. Like, makes you on. cringe when you think about it.
2: Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I've had
0: a
1: cringe-worthy date. I'm going to have to think about it.
0: You had to have had one. At turning. least if
1: you're going on one to two dates a week, <laughs> yes. That's at least 100 dates a year. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> I have got one. This was probably like 5 months ago. Maybe longer. I went on this date and we met up. We met on Hinge, and we sat down at one of my favorite little coffee wine bars. Mhm the conversation was good his picture wasn't exactly what i was expecting but it didn't bother me um and then but as we started talking he mentions that he got kicked off of of hinge and so i was asking him why he was kind of beating around the bush he wouldn't really tell me he said it was silly it wasn't there it wasn't his fault all all this stuff and i was like okay i'm just gonna let that one slide or (laughs) probably not talk to him again but not keep (laughs) continuing this conversation like it's weird Well, then he continues to tell me that he's not actually 29 is what his profile said. He's 33. Why would you lie about that? Yeah. That's crazy. And so, again, just bad taste in my mouth. I'm just sitting there like, when is this date going to be over? Well, then he tops it off, the cherry on top, with... He is telling me the story of how he met this girl on Hinge. Well, he is going to see her he this girl is now dating his buddy but they're both going to see her she lives in a different state apparently she used to be a stripper so now but now they're all friends which i mean if you turn her life around or whatever if you want to do that that's your business whatever but like they're all friends and this friend of his is a stripper and i was just like i don't think we are compatible And oh so, at some point, I remember chugging my wine because I had a full glass, and I can't chug anything. But I remember chugging it just so I could leave, and, and for him to ask me like, "Do you want another one?" I'm like, "No, we can get the check." Like, <laughs> yeah. But I remember like, "Oh, this is so hard!" I'm like gulping it down oh so my I could leave. <laughs> so he asked if I if he can walk me to my car, and. Um, I, I literally was like, no, I don't think so.
0: Oh, <laughs> good, for you. good for you. I didn't you. want him to
2: like know where I was, and oh, I just I didn't know. I want him to know what I was driving. The whole thing was just yeah. bizarre. He had lied during the date. He would gotten kicked off the of hinge. I don't even know how that how happened. How do you get kicked wow. off the of hinge? So that was probably the worst date I've ever been on. And really, I haven't had terrible dates. Like, That's good for That's the most really part. Good. They're fun. They're easy.
1: And I mean, you can spend at least like an hour or two with really anyone. Anybody, yeah. yeah.
2: As long and as you find like commonality, like I agree, you can it's easy to spend and get to know it's small talk, which is a little bit annoying, but um it's
1: But that's how you really get to know it, yeah. someone. Like that's why it's so annoying, like on the first day of school you would always have to do those stupid questions. Oh, yeah. Like where are you from? What do you like to do? Give us an interesting fact about yourself. And remember on the first day of Rush, like we had 11 houses that we had to go through and literally it was the same conversation same at story. every single yeah. house. And really, if you've got a
2: script, it's <laughs> the same thing over and over. You start like editing a little yeah, bit. making yeah. Make yourself... Some improv. Look, yeah. <laughs> seem a little bit better than you are.
1: <laughs> but there was a time, and I'll never forget this, that my mom... I guess was in for Mom's Weekend or something, and we all went to this bar uh, local in Lubbock, and there was a basketball game on. It was during March Madness, and my mom's, like, super into basketball. And she was, like, up at the bar watching the game, and there's this guy sitting next to her, standing next to her or whatever, and she's just, like, watching, like, cheering on, like, you know, being her goofy self, and <laughs> he's communicating with her, and she's just asking him questions, and she goes if my team wins, you buy me and all of my girls a shot, and we're like, no, we're somewhere else in the bar. She's like, you know woman. <laughs> she's like, you buy me and all of my girls a shot, and if your team wins, I'll buy you and all of your boys a shot, or whatever. And so her team ended up winning, and we all got to take a free shot, and I was like, Mom, go you. And she's like, all you gotta do is ask them questions about themselves, and they'll tell you their whole life story. <laughs> like, it's that easy. And so if you can do that for an hour, Oh, and two hours top. Ask questions. People like to talk about
2: themselves. Oh,
1: yeah, that's people's favorite topic. Is yeah. themselves.
2: You have to learn to listen. That's the struggle for me sometimes. <laughs> I'll start on a rant about myself, and I'm like, take it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: okay, so. Um, I'm glad that you haven't been on that many bad dates. That's yeah, good. Yeah, that's really oh, good. Yeah, I guess. But you're very easy to talk to. You're very, you know. Get a glass of wine in me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll to about anything. I'm going <laughs> an 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 to press book. the off button. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so what is your, Do you have you read the five language, five love languages book? Do you know what your, your love language is?
2: Um, I haven't read the book. But I took a survey thing for work, actually. We did a team building and... You remember what they Sort of
1: no, kind of not, but...
2: You had to guess. If I had to think about it again... Well, let me know what they are. So there's physical
1: touch, Mm -hmm. quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation, and receiving gifts.
2: Okay. I would say quality time, physical touch, and gifts maybe it's top 3. Do I you only get to one? It. You
1: get like you have a primary one and a secondary one. Yeah. Well, see. Here's the I thing I mean you with have the physical them...
2: touch it's like I want to give it. I don't want to receive it. <laughs> I want to be the one that So, so does that I would count? think
1: that I don't know. I think that that might be your secondary because if you like I to would say quality give time. it,
0: Normally you give you Give it your secondary, right? What? The secondary is like you give it.
1: Well, normally you give love in the way that you like to receive it. So if you don't like receiving physical touch, then it wouldn't like be it, my first it or second. Yeah, it'd probably be a lower on the on the ranks. I like
2: to give love. I guess it would be quality time. I don't think it's necessarily words of affirmation. Um. And then, what was the
1: um, acts of service? So acts like, of
2: service, like cleaning,
1: cleaning the dishes or whatever. Clean. Doing laundry for you.
2: I don't think I think that would be lower too. I think it would be quality time and physical touch, but physical touch in reverse. <laughs> and then last, I want to touch third, You, you can
1: touch me. <laughs> yeah, and then
2: gifts, yeah. And then I would do gifts. But I I enjoy giving gifts that I know people will like. I cringe giving gifts that I'm not sure. Yeah. If I know someone, oh, it's.
1: You should take it though. You should retake that test or the quiz. Yeah,
2: I actually want to read the book. I I Maybe have that book. could be one of our books for our book club. I have oh yeah, I
0: can, so excited! You can
2: borrow it. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I should, and I'll let you know.
1: Okay. What are y'all's... Well, mine is words of affirmation okay. and physical touch.
2: Okay. Well, like yeah.
1: physical touch, not meaning like sex or anything like that, but like holding hands. So <laughs> I mean, I think that guys it. always think that there's this physical touch because guys like sex, and that's not what it is. It's like holding hands, cuddling on the couch, or like just little things like in public or even at home, like back scratches or, Mm -hmm. you know, just coming by and like slapping your butt or, you know, whatever. Yeah, I get that. Normal, little small things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If I'm in
2: love, I guess I do want that. If I'm not, I'm like, stop, stay away. (laughs) This isn't cool. Even like my hugging with my friends, it's sometimes awkward. I'm like, one handed hug. (laughs) All of your hugs are awkward. <laughs> Literally. I've gotten better. It's Again, it's learning and growing.
1: But in my last relationship, his was physical touch. And with mine being second, but my first is affirmations. Like, he wasn't giving me words of affirmation, so I didn't want him to touch me. So it's oh. kind of like they all affect each other. Like oh, yeah. You know? So he wasn't giving me what I needed to hear to make mm-hmm. me feel loved.
2: Sure. So ultimately... We- perfect if two people came together that had the same love language because that's how they would give it?
1: Oh, Martina and Ken, they're both quality time and physical touch, so they could just spend all day on the couch together (laughs) touching, and they would be perfectly fine. They would be perfectly fine.
0: Well, I need to find something. I I know. I was like,
1: I need to find whatever that is (laughs) and apply it to my life. Yeah. What's your love language?
0: Mine's words of affirmation and gift giving or receiving. Whatever that is. You
1: like the gifts?
0: I like the gifts. Yeah. But like, but thought like into thought it. It doesn't have gifts. to yeah. be yeah. like, you Expensive. got, yeah, you got and bought it. You could have made it. Yeah. That's For like here.
1: Those are actually yeah. the best. It's like a handmade gift. Yeah. Something letting you know
2: they were thinking
1: about you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have the worst I have the These are the funniest stories. I know where she's going with
2: this. And she has the funniest gift giving stories from her past relationship. Okay.
1: So this is I think I know which one you want me to tell. Tell both. Okay. So the we had just started dating. It was our first Christmas together and we had been talking about like, he would always bring me to these stores and then, like, be like, oh, yeah, I'll buy you that stuff. Literally throughout our whole relationship. He was like, oh, yeah, I'll get you this, blah, blah, blah. We went to the boot store, and I was like, I need some new- <laughs> I need some new boots. I totally forgot about this until just now. Um, I was like, I need some new boots. He's like, okay, yeah, like, we'll try some on. Like, I literally <laughs> physically tried on multiple pairs of boots and picked out a pair of boots that I like. And he's like, okay, cool, blah, blah, blah. So come Christmas time... He comes in town or whatever, and I have this box. I'm like, yes, it's those boots that I asked for. They were kind of heavy, and I was like, okay, cool. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I opened the box, and there's, like, tissue paper in there, and there's, like, another box, and I'm like, that's kind of weird. And so I opened the box again, and it was a fucking five-pound weight in the box. Psych!
2: <laughs> the first time I heard this story... I was in tears. I was like, oh, no. there's no way, knowing her too, I've known her for 10 years, I was like, there's no way he actually did this.
1: I was livid. And keep going because the fact that he, there he was another gift. He, no. it was There wasn't like, here's your guitar surprise, just kidding. Joke. Here's your actual gift. No, that was like, that was it. Are you, are you kidding? I think I had like a vein popping out of my oh, forehead no. a little bit. And he was like, Well, my mom thought it would be funny. I'm like, it's not funny. It's not, let me just tell you right now, don't ever do this again. Don't ever do it again. He did it again. (laughs) He didn't do quite the same thing, but he always waited till the last minute. And so Valentine's day one year, we did, we're doing a long distance relationship. So I was driving from Midland, he was in Lubbock. Valentine's he was in this little ass apartment like trying to save money or whatever and it was like one of those apartments where it literally just had like a sliding door to the room Mm -hmm. and He wanted to be thoughtful and like make this little heart-shaped brownie thing and like bought a pan and the brownie mix and blah 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 He tells me (laughs) To go and sit in his room so he can make the brownies (laughs) While I'm there and I'm like, there's there's not a TV. He literally just wants me to lay on the bed. <laughs> this
2: is a 30 oh minute process. And I'm Making waiting.
1: Brownies. He's mixing it. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, just wait. It's going to be great. It's going to be so great. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And I come out and I'm like, Seriously? <laughs>
2: Y'all could have made the brownies together. <laughs> could
0: have made the brownies together. <laughs> oh my like, god! He said he waited. Yeah. In his and room. that just
1: ticked me off, and it, even more. And I was just like, you know what? This is dumb. But yeah, so I'm like, I don't even care. I just want you to like do it ahead of time, <laughs> and not right in front of me, like stop. and not lie and don't don't, don't trick me. Trick you. <laughs> yeah. Don't <laughs> trick no. me to tell me. But he would do that all the time. We would go like when I, before I got my Apple Watch. He, we would go to Best Buy, and we would walk around, and he's like, oh, which one do you want? And, like, I literally tried on an Apple Watch. Oh
0: he's like, yeah, we will get it for your birthday. Evil?
1: And then he would never get it. And I'm like, okay, well. He got your I hopes just, up way yeah. too high. I'm like, well, I'm just not going to ever expect any good gifts from you. <laughs> so gifts is not really high on my list. <laughs> he's taught me very well. Your expectations Uh. are low. (laughs) They are really low. So if someone ever gets me like a really thoughtful gift, like I really appreciate it actually. That's the
2: problem with me (laughs) and dating is because my expectations are so high for my parents. They're still together. And my dad still to this day will make my mom like the spread and put it in the living room with candles. Uh. Or like he'll take a picnic like mm-hmm.
1: a surprise dinner in the living surprise, room. Surprise,
2: completely surprise. And mm-hmm.
1: it's to the point
2: where it's funny. Not, it's so romantic, she loves it, but it's funny because she'll roll her eyes and I'm like, if you did not have this yeah. in your life, you would be deprived of this like romance. Mm-hmm. She truly, truly loves it. But my expectations are that, you know, the guy I date is just going to be Which is that good. romantic.
1: Your dad is like a dream. Everyone, everyone says that to Everyone should be living up to Roger's expectations. Yeah. They really should be.
2: And then every Valentine's Day, I mean, I'm 27, I live on my own, and he still gets us Valentine's Day cards and chocolates. And I'm oh, like... Yeah,
1: my dad does that for us, too. He'll so get us, like, a sweet. little balloon and mm-hmm. some candies and stuff. My mom does that for me, too, so on sweet. Easter yeah. too.
2: Yeah. So, you know, if I'm dating someone, I just naturally
1: expect
0: that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I was let down a lot actually. Now that I think about <laughs> it, that <happened. laughs> I brought back some bad memories. <laughs> 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 Anyone me listening? <laughs> Anyone listening? I mean, they're great stories. I totally actually forgot. I just tried to like put them in the back of my mind and never think about them again. My bad. Okay, so why don't you tell us like now that the New Year's here, twenty twenty? Woo! Um, mm-hmm. Why don't you tell us? Your top resolution and your word for 2020.
2: Okay, I don't really have a resolution. I'm just
1: you're already perfect.
2: Constantly working on myself. No, I just I love don't know that. what I want it to be. So like you can't narrow it down. Yeah, and I know like there's a lot of areas in my life I want to improve, and so I think for me it's like just starting. Mm-hmm. So like tonight I did hot yoga and I haven't done it. In like five months and I used to do it regular, regularly yeah and I loved it like I am gonna start doing that again and uh and that was just it was the first step just taking that first yeah. step doesn't matter what it is or even if you know or don't know like just doing something different so I think that was another thing me and you talked about is I want to find something I'm passionate about mm-hmm. and then put my whole self into that and like Enjoy it and love it outside of work,
1: like a hobby, like a yeah,
2: yeah, something I truly enjoy. And there are a lot of little things I enjoy, mm-hmm. and I'm really good at um, starting things and not finishing them or following through. So I, I, I guess follow through, and that would lead into my word, which is commitment. I want to try mm. to commit, nice. whether that is with somebody, with my hobby, with my family, with my friends. Like I want to make sure I'm fully present.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. Because when we were talking about it at dinner, you were talking about a relationship, but I like that you've incorporated it into just like the things that you do in your everyday life, like the things that you start commit to doing them and finishing them and following through. And the reason I
2: think it evolved to that is Mm -hmm. because even like tonight, like I finished the hot yoga and I just remember feeling like, oh, remembering, I love this. Mm -hmm. Why did I stop? And so I was like, I'm gonna continue it. I'm gonna find those things that really that I'm really passionate about and continue with it. And then hopefully like get my friends involved too and
1: mm-hmm. I think it's really hard because like when you do miss a day, mm-hmm. it's so easy to like talk yourself out of not going and but when you say like you're committed to going, like today, I really did not wanna go and work out this morning, like we did sprints and stuff and I was mm-hmm. like, I really just don't want to and Louise's like, No, let's just go and it's really nice, obviously, to have, like, a an accountability partner. Oh, yeah. But, like, committing to just going even though you don't feel like going. Because you're going to have those days that you don't feel like going. Yeah. But afterwards, you always feel so much always. better.
0: Always. And it's always on those days where you're like, God damn it, this was the best workout yeah. ever.
1: Yes.
2: Well, even, like, getting ready. I was at work, and um, I was changing into my yoga clothes, and it was super cold today. And so I remember like putting on my shoes and I was just like, oh, in my tank top. I was like, this sucks. (laughs) And then as I walk through the door and I see the environment and we start and I'm like, this is actually not the worst. And afterwards I was like, wow, I feel so good. I'm going to go every day. That was a little (laughs) aggressive, but um, I, I honestly, it brought back all of the, Memories, endorphins. I mean, it's been like five months. It's been me putting it off, putting it off. Like, I do some workouts here and there, but it wasn't like everyday routine. And so, yeah, I'm going to start
0: committing. Good. I love that. that. All right. So to wrap up, give us some advice, some words of wisdom, Kelly. Mm. Some advice. For all
1: those adults out there who are struggling.
2: Uh, Keep your head up. Find people that love you. Get rid of the ones that don't. And uh, just wake up each day and know that there are people out there that love you, no matter what you think, and uh, you're going to be okay. I
1: liked that. I like that. Cool. Those are words to live by. Yeah. Yes. From Kelly Thomas. Oh, <laughs> that was off the top of my head, but I think that's something
2: I would want someone to tell me, like, you are going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. You're going to get through it.
1: I think those this are worries will
0: We all need to like.
1: Yeah, and especially like, worrying doesn't solve anything. Mm-hmm. It really mm-hmm. doesn't. So just mm-hmm. knowing that you're gonna be okay. There's always solutions to get out of any situation. Find your support system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hang on yeah. to them and love them. Love them back because. Yeah. It's a two-way street. It it sure Definitely, you can't expect them to love you and give them all your or give you all their support. And love without giving anything back. Yeah, it's definitely a two-way street. Yes. I completely agree. Well, oh. thank you for coming on our show. You're, it's you're been welcome. So Thanks great. for having hey. me. Hey. Oh, love you. <laughs> love you. So, if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, if you don't already, our basically adulting Instagram is at basically adulting two four seven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I almost forget that part. At basically adulting 247
2: mine's private. If you want to follow me, I think it's KellyKelly18. Yeah. On Instagram.
1: So go follow her. If you go slide into her DMs. I will yeah, try to single. remember
2: to accept and follow back.
1: Yeah, maybe like give her a message and say, "Hey, I listened to you on the podcast. You seem like a really cool chick. I want to be your friend." And maybe she'll mm-hmm. accept you. I love it. You have to be a little witty with her because she's a little little sassy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's cheers. (laughs) cheers. Cheers. Cheers.